Hello, and welcome to Breakdown with Blake and Lance. I'm Blake. And I'm Lance. Today, we're talking about some party games, some strategies. Uh, so we're pretty much going to... Um, we're going to give you the keys to success in this episode. You're going to be the coolest guy at every party with all the knowledge you're about to yeah. get. Yeah, we're or a girl. True. <laughs> or any, you know. And uh, more than just strategy, we'll say like things we like about them, things we don't like, if we even like them at all. True. Um, and I assume most people have played all these party games. But for, the, for some that are a little bit more, I guess, not as popular, we'll explain... How, how it's played. Just yeah. a short summary. I, I say we um, we limited our list away from like a bunch of um, like board games and like super... Alright, games you can only play with a couple people. These are like easy to learn games. More like if you have a deck of cards or just a very... They're a lot more simpler than a lot of board games. And obviously there's a lot more than we have in our list. These are just the ones that we uh, play, you know, sometimes. The ones that we've all mastered. Yeah, we've we're masters. Yeah, yeah we we're, we see at the parties that we host, we literally win every game possible because we have the strats and keys. No, that's just everyone there is horrible, and we're just but that too. Or we're writing a book about how to be yeah. good at games. We should. All right, we'll start with the classic. You gotta go with the classic. Pawn or beer pawn. There is there is a lot of strategy to this one. Actually, there is a lot. As of strategy, there. Because there's a lot going on, and there's a lot of um, a lot of people have different strong opinions on this. People also don't like being told how to throw. They, no, they do they, not. They do not like it. So, do you want to first go into what we believe is proper form? Yeah, let's talk about proper form, and then we can talk about maybe like just don't be stupid with your re-racks. That's 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 about it. Yeah, I mean, for me, obviously, if it works for you, go with it. But the most efficient way to aim straight where you're aiming is to put your elbow in line with the cup and then have as little arm, arm movement as possible and just go straight. Yeah, ha- have your shooting arm and shooting leg like a little bit more forward than your other non-shooting arm. Yeah. If your body is straight and like pointing at it, you're more likely to like put your arm down straight and shoot it. Another big one that no one ever does is if you actually want to hit it, like the last cup, you take a deep breath, mm-hmm. exponentially and, better. And always look at the back of the cup. Yep. It's the same from basketball. If you're aiming for the front of the cup, you're going to miss. You aim for the back. And the, the deep breath actually like calms your hand. You can always do that. If you're ever like trying to carry something like a bunch of water and you don't want to spill it, if you take a deep breath, it's way easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, for pong, like, a, a small shake in your hand can't throw up your shot because it's very, you know, precise. And I know a lot of you noobs, well, people that know what the noob means, if you listen to the previous episode, true. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty scary up there when you're at the final cup. But listening to us, you really learn that pong's an easy game. If you follow these four simple steps. Four simple steps in uh, our $30 a month program on how to be a pong god. Mm-hmm. It will give you a discount, don't worry. Yeah, if you're a breakdown listener, it's so, free. Other than um, form and shooting, you got the form down. What's the strategy for re Well, it's just like if if you if you don't have like 
A lot of people don't know if they have a bad formation or not. I feel like you don't have a bad, like, people re-rack instantly, even if they don't have like, a bad formation. But I guess it depends on what your rule is. Everyone plays with different rules as well, so it's a little weird. Yeah, there are a lot of different rules in, uh, in Pong. But I'd say for me, and I, I honestly believe the easiest formations are the ones where they're straight in a line, if you can get them. Agreed. I don't. I would never want to make it a horizontal line. Um, you and like, make it straight. And if you can't do that, if it's bigger rack, then at least make it so there's large groupings. So like, if you make one, it doesn't just like put one on its own. Yep. You know what I mean. I say you always want big groupings with one of the straight lines. Always the best way to go. Always. With these tips, you now know how to play pong. Mm-hmm. You gotta focus in, eye on the prize. You can win every game. A lot of people think beef is the way to go. It's not beef. No, the, see, <laughs> that's a whole nother story. But beef, you know, for those who don't know, beef is a thing in basketball. When you're first learning to shoot a basketball. Bend, but, eyes, elbow, and follow through. The thing is with Pong, you don't really need to use your legs because it's not yeah, a far shot. You can just use your arm and not let it go wild. All right, next one. Another very popular drinking game, Kings or Waterfall, with a deck of cards. And this one, I don't know if it adds much strategy. It's just like, I guess the only strategy is, I guess depending on how much you want to drink, if you have a date, don't pick someone that's constantly drinking the entire time. Yeah, I mean, the strategy is minimal. I mean, there's a little bit for the different cards. Um, I assume most of the people have played this, but every card has a different action or like thing you do. I'd say if you're actually trying to win, if your goal is to win this game, which it shouldn't be, <laughs> I mean, pick pick categories and things that you know you're good at. I always win. Like, don't be lame and when you're doing rhyme or something, pick like the worst word in existence yeah. or I'd categories. Say best strategy for this game: have fun. You're supposed to drink. Yep. Um, and also, the waterfall version is pretty fun. True. If, if you're um. If your friends playing it yeah. are not like complete, just dick bags and like yeah drink. yeah if not everyone if everybody, if you haven't done the waterfall prize where like every you have to keep drinking until the person next to you stops drinking yeah and as long as like no one at the party is just like oh I gotta make everyone chug for an hour then it's fun because yeah, people no, nobody really wants to keep chugging like if everyone like the first person does it for like you know five or. So, a little more than five seconds. And then the next person waits a little. And waits a little. Like, it's, it's fun. Because then you get, like, a decently big drink. But, like, it's not like you're, like, throwing up instantly after playing this game. Agreed. I feel like this is not a get completely smashed game. Or it shouldn't be, in my opinion. Yeah. But you can play it any way you want. I'll do Slap Cup. I would say the biggest strategy with this one. I mean, you kind of just learn how to bounce it in. But the biggest strategy for me is you, a lot of people just bounce, you have to pick the right part of the table. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Get away from any, like, um, like ledges. Anyway, any place it folds or there's stuff on the bottom where it won't bounce as well, stay away from that. I'd say always shoot pretty close to your cup. Like, don't try to shoot really far away because then you have to bounce it higher. Yeah, and if you have to go collect your ball, you're, you're toasted. Yeah, that's why I always try to go less than more. I never want to overshoot it. Because if you overshoot it and it goes off the table, you're pretty much bone. 
Yep. I always go short in this. Um, and I say, if you're in the same spot um, repeatedly, always try to put the cup in the same spot. So it's in muscle memory at that point. True. It's, it's a good habit to get a into. A lot of these are practice. You should be practicing at least yeah. two hours a day of your slap cup bouncing. True. If you're going to be experts like Blake and Lance from Breakdown with Blake and Lance. Yep, yep. Agreed. All right, next one, Blake. Next one is finger. Oh, okay. The finger game, fingers. That's where you, you know, everyone puts everyone at the party puts their finger on the cup, and that's where you try to guess how many fingers stay on when people can lift yeah. it off or take it up. There's I, a, it's a, a little, little psychological warfare in this it game. Is. It's, um, the strategy is minimal, but there is definitely strategy. It's, um, uh, honestly, if you, you aim for the middle, it's generally a good thing, unless you feel yeah. a little Don't crazy. Never go too crazy unless you're just doing it for the joke. Yeah, or you like never guess hyped. all stay on or all leave. Yeah, if there's six people, the chances that it's going to be zero, I mean, come on. I have I mean, noticed for certain people to pull, though, like, mm-hmm. you have to look for tendencies. Yep, or like... There's tendencies against certain people. Like, if yeah. I would pull, like, I'd say more people are more likely to remove it against me or something. Yeah. Or, like, against you for some reason because they want you to be wrong. So I've noticed also. against me, everyone leaves it on. Or, yeah, it's the same thing. Like, yeah. there are tendencies and you can't pick up on it. I mean, obviously, it doesn't always. Yeah, people break tendencies, but they're, they're tendencies for a reason. Yeah. Um, this one, just stay in the middle, you know? Yeah. And if you're one-on-one... Uh, is there a strategy for a one-on-one? Uh, it's a little, it's no, it's like, all psychological warfare there. A little yeah. luck, a little bit of like, I'm in your head kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like that you can be good at it, but putting into words about how to be good is, is pretty hard. It's all finesse, and once you play the game a thousand hours, you're good to go. Well, probably not. You still lose sometimes. Yeah, sure. It's just one of those games. All right. Uh, flip Cup is the next one. We personally don't really play this just that much, and honestly, the only, the only there's not really like strat to this. It's just flipping the cup. You just gotta like, well, you just gotta get good at flipping the cup. I'd say you have, you don't want to move the cup too far off. Oh, I guess there's, there's a know, key like, to like, yeah, hitting. You, you can't put, like where to put it and then how to hit it. I try to like keep my finger straight and like just tap up. Yeah, little, less like, power move. over more power in most of yeah. the games. I go, never want to go more power because then it goes crazy. Yeah, I just do a little sit, like light tap up. Personally, I'm not a huge fan of this game. I feel like it goes kind of slow. Agree. Like it's not that exciting. But yeah, and if you have one bad person, it holds up your entire game. Yeah, that uh, yeah, that's very true. Because uh, you have five good people and there's two teams. Whoever has a bad person is gonna lose every time. No offense, to that bad person. But actually, that's why we're trying to make this bad person good at it. That's why we made this yeah. episode. I mean, you just I'd say. If you go gingerly in flipping, you'll be better than whatever you were before. Yep. Um, all right. Not much to talk about that one. We've got a 13 game. It's where you count up to 13. Everyone around in the circle counts up to 13, and you make a rule. Like, whoever says 13 makes a rule for one of the numbers. So, like, three is touch your nose. And then you do that all the way up to 13. If you mess up, you drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, this game is all just a memory game. Yeah, I mean, there is... I mean, it depends what your goal is in this game. If you're... And most of the time, I'd say you want to play as a team. But if you're trying to get people to drink a little bit, you can make some hard words. And there's some tricky ones. Yeah. Um, And if you want it to be a little harder, then you can do, like, the... 
the ones where it's like for seven, say, you make another number, yeah. that makes it a lot harder. Or like something like that. Or like, you can go pretty complex with it, but I'd just say, feel out the room. and Like, you don't want people to be so dismayed with how hard is it that no one wants to play anymore. Yeah. Yeah, if it's too hard, nobody, and everyone that, hates it. And that is one of the problems with this game is one person bad at it. Yeah. And that same person keeps messing up. Yeah, they like screw over everyone else. One person's not paying attention as much, and it, it definitely screws over the other people. Yeah, and that's why this game can drag on. And we don't play it that often. I still like it, but we don't play it that often. Yeah, it can drag on at times, especially. I'd say you don't always have to finish this game. Whenever you get done with it, just say you're done. Yeah. It's it's an alright game. Not the best. That's why we don't play it that often. Yeah. Alright. So, another... Well, I guess this is kind of a game, but... It's called Ride the Bus, and I'd say the only strategy in this game is always, always give out your drinks last. Yeah, if, if you, you can, if you can give them out last, because then if you once you give it to someone, if they have drinks, they just nuke you very bad. So, yeah, like pretty much this game is like it's luck based, hundred percent. Everything about it is luck based. But when yeah. you, you're giving out drinks to people, um, yeah. People hold vendettas if you give them a drink. They're always going to give you one back. And if so. you're talking a lot during the game, you're just asking for yeah. it. I mean, it's, it depends what your goal is. If you don't care drinking, then go for it. If you don't want to get drunk, yeah, you know. If you're too to quiet, though, then you also get... True. That's, that's a happy medium. Our, our other roommates are too quiet at times, and then they get focused. Yep. And then when you're actually riding the bus, it's all probability. Yeah. So, yeah, when you lose the initial part of the game... Then you gotta. I'm assuming most people play this, but if you had the the main part of the game is after someone loses, someone gets a punishment. Some people would say never go diamonds or never go hearts, yeah. but it's all probability, and that is just a bad mentality. It is. I I'm personally I'm the firm believer of probability. Um, so if you start out and get a if you guess red and you get that right, like it's yeah. a nine, like. A nine that's pretty in the middle, but I would almost always go with the lower, the lower one, or the one that has more options, just because yeah. you're more likely. And if it's a fifty-fifty, doesn't matter. You got fifty-fifty. Yeah, you just go with your feeling. I mean, you, you can try to think of what cards have already gone through. Yeah, but it's a lot of thinking at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I definitely. The only one I think about too much is the the suit, the last part. When you're guessing suit, and if you get the suit, you're off the bus. I, I try to pay attention to what suit cards have been played the most and pick one that's not that. But it's a good game. I like that one. Sometimes it can mess you up if you keep changing. But honestly, yeah. Oh well, I I would say like for the most part, I just try to stick with it. That's with my thing. I honest, I personally don't stick with it, but you know, some people do. It's you know. Yeah. Well, I don't usually keep track. It's hard to keep track of the suits at a certain. It's point. hard to keep track and. People get pissed at you if you keep changing and getting it wrong. Even True. It, it doesn't really have that much of a difference. True. But, yeah. All right. A good one. I haven't really played this next one in a while. It's called BS. Yeah, I haven't played that in a while either. I don't think I have to explain it. Everyone knows Everyone's BS. played BS. I mean, I mean, it's just like lying this. Or you can be so obvious that you're lying that people won't call it. Because like, I know he's lying, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'd say... Whatever you're doing, just try to be consistent. Yeah. Um, 
if you want to overplay everything, start early at overplaying it. If you want to like be casual about things, be casual from the start when you're playing. You know the cards you actually have. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of BS because one person gets like they get nuked and then they just have all the cards for the rest of the game. Yeah, it's fun for the first couple rounds and then one person messes up. Yeah, and then. They call yeah. BS on everything, or they just keep collecting half the deck. Yeah, and at some point it just comes down to who, like, who gets the right... Yeah. Who gets lucky. Yeah. I mean, there's a little strategy, but I don't really want to talk about BS that much, because I personally like it. Alright, we'll talk about Exploding Kittens, then. That, that one, you know, it's... We play this at a lot of, like, parties, so when you have, like, five or six people. This one, you... Uh, for people that haven't played, if you pull cards the, the, that do different things, like check the top of your cards, the whole point of the game is to not pull any of these death cards and just be the last one surviving. I mean, mm-hmm. if you, for people that have played this game, don't use your cards too early. Yeah, that's definitely something that new players, they will just, they'll be too scared for no reason. Yeah. If you draw one early, it's just unlucky, but you have to deal with it. If you don't have a big hand, you're not going to win the game. Yeah, you you definitely have to have cards at the end of the game, because that's when whoever has the most cards at the end of the game has the most possibilities to survive. That's when it actually matters, because the chances you're just going to randomly draw it are way higher, and people purposely use cards to screw you over. If you don't have cards, then you're just done. Yeah. People say it's all luck, but it's not all luck. There is some skill to it. It's It's a lot of luck, but... You know, and I feel like when you, when you draw a kitten, like putting it in certain spots is also like there's a strategy to it. Yeah, I mean, you use it to get rid of cards, but you also can use it to psych people out or like focus certain people. True. I'd say that's mainly the only strategy. If you haven't played this game, you should play it. It's, a, it's super easy to learn, especially with like friends and family. Yeah, like you could definitely play this with your grandparents, and they know how to play it easily. It's a good one to pick up. Agreed. Next one. Requires some spoons. Alright, this this game... Uh, is there really a skill to it? It's just kind of... Well, you just gotta pass fast. That's literally it. Pass fast? I mean, technically you can see what other people like aren't going for, I guess. Yeah, or you... Well, you can also notice when somebody's like clearly looking for their final card. And when yeah. you see them pick something up, you're just like... You should be yeah. ready. I'd say at some point, if you're not close to getting four of a kind, I would start just looking up and not True, that, that, that is definitely the strategy too. That's what I always do. If That's I, what I do. If yeah. I know I'm not going to get it, I just wait for them to grab it. Yeah, I, I start becoming... Obviously, you want to be attentive the whole game, but I become even more attentive yeah. when I'm like not even close and like it's been a long time. Yeah, agreed. Um, is there, I guess... Other than that, there's not too much strategy. I don't personally like this game that much, but I know a lot of people do. It gets pretty aggressive, I know that. Yeah, it does get aggressive. Especially with family. Family gets more aggressive than friends. For yeah. me. I, I think... I think my biggest gripe was with um, this game is just that... I feel like I never... When I lose, I don't feel like... Ah, they... they well, that's the problem with luck games like that. Like, when it's a 1v1, it's whoever gets four first. Yeah. And 1v1s aren't very fun in spoons. No, they're not. <laughs> but, I mean, 
it, it's definitely easy to, easy to learn. I would say it's kind of hard to master because if you're not good at like grabbing cards fast, then this game is pretty stressful. I mean, yeah, stressful true. in general. But. If you're not fast at like picking up your card and looking at that and deciding yeah. what to. Have. All right. One it's, game that we uh, I've known for a while, but I kind of forgot about it till recently. It's called Speed. You want to explain it for people who don't know? Uh, so there, uh, it's best played in one v one. You there's like two cards that are randomly flipped over. You have your own deck. The other person has their own deck. But you don't see what they are. You have five cards in your hand, and you try to so say there's a six down and a like a ten down. You can go up or down from each of those cards. So if you if there's a six down, you put a five or a seven on it, and then as soon as you put say a seven on it, someone can put like an eight or a six on it. And the whole yeah. point is to get rid of your cards. Yeah. I'd say this game's honestly it's better with two people. Yeah. But you can't play with more. It's just not as fun. So honestly, it's not really a party game in my opinion. But yeah. a small party maybe. It, it, it's I, I it's an intense, quick game that's you know yeah. it's pretty fun if you're playing like some random like a, it's a competitive game. It's very competitive. Yeah. I mean, it definitely lacks skill of like looking at your cards and looking at the thing at the same time. There's yeah. definitely some strategy. So it's like comprehending, like, oh, I can put this down. Yeah. Or, like, if you see the other person going to put down if, a card, you can, like, preemptively go put, like, start putting yours like, down. If you don't like fast-thinking games, you won't like this game. If yeah. you If you do, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, Alright, I get, also, I'll say, we're not going to talk about Euchre for any people. Yeah, I mean, Euchre, I think, in Michigan, is a party game, but it's not, it's not really, it's not really a party so game. It's more like, like a family party game. It's, yeah, it's like, I wouldn't you call that a party. Like, four people. I don't know. True. It's a casual game. I like Euchre, so don't get mad. I don't like it. But, oh, Codenames is the next one. Codenames we're all, is we're definitely... We're almost done with the indoor ones. True. Codenames, I would say, is definitely a... I feel like it's a good... It's, it's a good game for literally anyone. And you can have a bigger size group. Not, like, too, too big. But like, eight people is a bigger size group. Like, eight to twelve is, like, probably a good number. And less than that is fine, too. But yeah. I assume... I'm going to assume most people have played it. I would say the strategy is just, like, you really got to look at the whole board before you start making, yeah. like, clues or guesses. Initially, look at your cards. Think of a few. Then look at all the other cards. And, of course, look at the death card. I, another big thing I think people don't like look at is who is your audience like you yeah. may like if I'm playing with Lance or I'm playing with Bree Bree and Lance like have very different like memories of something than I do or like than each other so like I know Lance would get something related to some gaming yeah. topic and she'd get something related to some other topic I'd say you generally want to avoid giving clues that only pertain to like one or two of your teammates yeah, you want exactly. to try to include things that aren't super specific and are general that I mean, sometimes you ha you have to, but yeah, I'd say um, you really screw over your teammates if you start picking like specific things. Yeah, because then someone's like, "What?" and then they might. I'd say if you give a bad word for only one of your teammates, the other teammate will like maybe suggest something that's just not. Yeah, agreed. Not it at all. And you also gotta you gotta play your teammates. If you know one of your teammates is the more vocal uh, teammate. Yeah. I'd say try to make your clues pertain to them a little more, maybe. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and it's just like I mean, it's hard in general. You just got to, you just gotta have like good words in general. Hard. To, it's hard connecting. That game is is just like getting better with like 
yeah. I guess, for wordplay in a way. Yeah, if, if you get in that mindset, you can get good at that game. Sure. Um, all right. Got one more here. I think I got these two. We got Jenga. Um, I mean, it's all right. I, my problem with Jenga is I've never played with a group of people who are all good. Yeah, the Jenga games never last. The someone like, is always bad and just knocks it down when it shouldn't be knocked I've, down. I played it with like my family and like everyone's really good and it comes down to the wire where it's like it's on one yeah. one block and it's barely standing up. That's kind of fun. I mean, I mean, drunk Jenga is kind of fun too. But drunk Jenga is kind of fun. But honestly, I haven't. I feel like we haven't found a rule set that was that good. Yeah, most rule sets have not been fun. If you don't know how to play drunk Jenga, you just put like a number on every Jenga block, and when you draw it, you do whatever that number says, basically. Yeah. And some of the rules can be fun, some of them are really weird. I haven't found, personally, the ones that are perfect, I guess. Jenga, it's an alright game. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Jenga. We don't really play it. If you like Jenga, nice, but... I feel like, one, it's very slow-paced. Everyone kind of has to be chill. Like, and then you might be getting into it and someone just knocks it down right okay yeah yeah let's go on to quarters quarters it's like slap cup but worse yeah you have to um, bounce a quarter into a I'd say press. the initial the learning curve in slap or uh, in quarters is much higher to get the the, to the like actual bounce the quarter like for me I I I've bounced quarters in the past, so it's not that hard. But watching people who've never bounced a quarter before, it like almost seems impossible to them, the way they do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't play enough, so I don't even remember. It's a bit. It's just it's slap cup eating quarters into a shot glass, bouncing in a shot glass. So, yeah, I'd say the same kind of general consensus applies to that we said for slap cup. Keep your thing centered. Don't move it too much. Yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah. All right, on to the pizza box game. All right, now this one is not like you don't play to like win this one, but there's there are definitely ways to make this game not fun. I'd say the strategy for this game is to make it as mo- as fun as possible. Yeah, and as in not fun, you don't make rules for like people. They're not gonna ever want to do. Like, so don't be like, yeah. All right, chug chug. I say you make. You definitely should make bad rules, like rules that are bad or you don't want to land on. But they have to be the extent that people would actually do them. Yeah. Well, and the, the so if, depending on how bad they are, it really depends on the size. Yeah, and you gotta make yeah you gotta your make circle. Your, like it's the worst when someone makes a circle that's half the size of the box. And it's like egg shot and like cracking egg shot. It's like well then everyone's gonna be landing out of that and like not doing it because no one wants to do that yeah yeah say like just be considerate in this game you can make some fun rules but make the size according yeah you agreed and and yeah just think of other people don't make it awful for everyone or yourself i'd say like don't make a rule that you want to do yeah true that that's a big one only make rules that you will do if you land on yeah because you might land on it and I'd say, like, you know, landing on one or two bad things a game, that's, that's, that's about normal. That's part of the fun. Yeah. As long as the bad things are reasonable. Okay. Uh, another, um, 
used to be more fun to me, a game called Sushi Go. I'd say it's another easy one to pick up. You play it with like, what was it, six people max or five? Uh, yeah, I think it's five. Um, it's a quick game. You like, try to collect those like, different mm. kind of combinations of sushi. You like, pass yeah. around it's like, like a every, common hand. Everything is a point total, and at some point you kind of realize what things are better than others or which ones to collect. Yeah, I mean, this one's all, like, risk and reward stuff. Yeah. You gotta know if you should go for the it's big a, hitters or not. It's a pass-and-play game, so you like, you take a card and pass it. So you're not, you're not always gonna get the cards you want, and sometimes you just get screwed over. Yep. There, there's definitely strategy to this game, but without going in-depth with the, how the game works, I don't, there's not really too much yeah, to yeah. talk about. Absolutely, but it's a good game. Would recommend. Yeah. We don't really play it more because we. I think we overplayed it. We definitely overplayed it because we didn't have any games back then. Yeah, but fun game. Um, last for the indoor category, we got, then we got a few um, outdoor like party games. Yeah, this we kind of put Mafia, uh, Secret Hitler, Werewolf, all those kind of games. This kind of um, rule. I don't uh, know what you call this, but I I don't really know what. There's like someone's lying. Find who the liar is. Find who the traitors are. Yeah, um, I honestly I haven't played just Mafia in a while, but I really want to. Yeah, it's fun. They they all each each one of those games has a little different twist on them that makes them enjoyable. Yeah, I'd say this game definitely depends on the group you're with if it's fun or not. True. If you're if your group is not into it or they're too into it, it's not yeah. fun. Yeah, I, I agree. Like. As in too into it, is they're looking way too way too much into everything. Yeah. And, and like the, the conversations are taking way too long for the round for the games to go on. Yeah, like I'd say in Mafia, like ten minutes max. When you go over ten minutes per round, then it just drags on and on and that's not fun. Yeah, and then for the like the other side of the spectrum, if no one's like caring or paying attention, then of course it's not fun because no one's actually playing the game well. Yeah, like you you gotta role play a little bit, I'd yeah. say. Um, to find out things in these, but honestly, I like these kind of games. And the strategy is for this one: if you, don't be suspicious either way. Like if you're too obvious, like good or bad, everyone's gonna pin everything on you. Like no matter yeah. what, if you talk, if you talk the whole time, you're gonna be suspicious. It's the same kind of thing. You want to be consistent. Yeah. Um, but I also say in this, don't be consistently <laughs> like suspicious. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd say when you do that, then you just get every round people just like, oh, he's always suspicious. Let's just vote him. Yeah. They won't say, oh, he's always like that. What's I'm the chance he's bad this time? I'm like, like that guy. I can confirm. No matter what, they'll think you're suspicious, even when you're not suspicious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, try to, if you're the traitor or the bad guy, try to add input, but not. Don't ever be the center of attention. Don't be the guy who's pointing fingers all the time. You're gonna, That's how like, you get everyone you, on yeah, you. Yeah, you can point fingers one or two times. But, like, when you go crazy, then everyone's going to, like, turn on you because you're just calling out everyone else. So. Also, you got to think on your toes in that game. If you get caught in a lie, you're screwed. Yeah, you, you definitely do have to think. It's. A, you got to stay cool. Stay cool, yeah. calm and collected. Even if you think they, they're on to you, if you play it off right, they yeah. might not be on to you. Yeah, if you act relaxed no matter what, it's fine. If you're like, yeah, yeah, 
They may still be a little suspicious, but they won't like full on. There, like, there, are, there, there are some people that if you like accuse them, they instantly fold. They're like, ah, yeah. you got me, and we're like, oh, all right, we got yeah. him. Exactly. Don't f- never fold too early. Yeah, I agree. Okay. That's so, all the inside game, inside party games. Yeah. Those are uh, just some favorites we have. Yeah, or honestly, some of them aren't favorites, but um, these are all the games that we've played in our past for the most yeah. part. All right, some fun outdoor ones that we like. I'm pretty sure we like most of these. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's not too many outside. We, yeah. Anything that's outside, we for the most part enjoy. And we didn't put like we didn't put like sports like volleyball or racquetball, but yeah, we, we like playing those. Yeah. And they're good party games, but that's for another episode talking about sports. True. Um, all right, first one is Can Jam. Good game. Good game. Um, I'm pretty sure. It's a pretty popular game now. If you don't know what it is, there's two buckets, you know, 15 feet apart. It has a little slit in the um, the top. Yeah. And, and the, I mean, the whole point is you, you try to get in that slit or above the bucket, and your teammate knocks it into the yeah, bucket. It's a... It, it, it's you, you just throw um, a frisbee. You throw a frisbee. That's the... I couldn't think of the word frisbee. The word frisbee. It's, um, even if you're not good at throwing frisbee, it's still pretty fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm awful at throwing frisbee. Yeah, um, like, it's a very wide frisbee, so it's decently easy. Yeah, it's easier to throw than a normal frisbee, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and it, even if you're remotely close, your teammate still might have a chance of hitting it into yeah. the bucket. And even if, if the they thing. hit the bucket with the frisbee, you get a point. So it, it's pretty enjoyable, especially, like, I don't know. It's pretty fun just slamming the frisbee down. It is fun. It's honestly just a good. I honestly recommend that to anyone. Yeah, I, I think anyone who plays this game will like it. If you're terrible at throwing a frisbee, you you might be bad at throwing it nine out of ten times. But the one time you throw the frisbee decently, then you're like, oh, okay, that was kind of fun. Yeah, and you get better every like. You, it's one of those games you just get better the more yeah, you play. Definitely, definitely, definitely. We'll go to the classic outdoor party game, Cornhole. Also a good one. Still good. i played it a million times. I don't overplay it, though. Yeah. Because it does get... If you play too much, it would get really boring. I'd say every single one of the games we've mentioned today can be overplayed. Mm-hmm. I guess any game can be overplayed. But there's none of these games I just want to play on repeat all times. Yeah. Cornhole? Well, I mean, the next one we play a lot. But yeah, I guess that's true. We'll talk about that in um, a second. Yeah, Cornhole... Strategy, um, I still think, for me personally, I like keeping my arm in line so there's less movement. Like, don't try to go across your body. Yeah. Um, you want to have enough arc on it. If you go too little arc, then... Arc's important in this one. Arc's very important. If you don't have arc, you'll hit the hit the front and just slide off. We can also say that about Pong, which we didn't add. Arc is really important. True. You can't have a laser in Pong. I agree. Uh, I mean, the whole point, a cornhole, if you get it on the board every time, you're doing great. Yeah. Obviously, you want to aim for the hole, but if you're aiming, if you aim for the hole and you're off low, then you're going to get on the board. Yeah. I'd say just whatever, um, try not to change your form up. Yeah, do good with one form. A lot of people a different form, but, you it's, know, if you do it yeah. enough, you will be good at it. Yeah, it's definitely. But don't, just keep your arms straight, whatever you do, or... Sure. Try not to twist your body much. You want to always be in line. Yep. All right. A All right. good one. Our favorite outside game, Spike Ball. 
Uh, I would say spike ball isn't for everyone. You really have to move around it if you want to have a great time with it. Yeah, I'd say, like, my my mom probably wouldn't like spike ball, but she likes corn. Yeah. Like, spike ball, it's fun if you're not great at it, and everyone's yeah. not moving around, but in the actual game of spike ball, it does get pretty physical. So, spike ball gets way more fun the better everyone gets at it. It is still fun. It's just say if four new people play spike ball, it's still enjoyable, but it just will progressively get more fun as yeah. the skill level goes up. Yeah, definitely the most fun I've had in this game is playing two people of equal skill level, or like pretty close, because they're not equal to me. Well, I mean, we are kind of the best spike ballers in AFC. I mean, I, mean, like I would say the world, but, you know. I'm way better than those cross-country guys next Dude, to Dude, they're listening, they're listening, stop! <laughs> they listen to Breakdown? Yeah. The, and through the windows. So fun tips for spike ballers. You know, never hit it, like, you want to keep the other, the opponent's hitting their toes. Soft hits, hard hits, you know, you got to change it up. Yep. Uh, don't always do the same thing. Always. Use three passes. Use three passes, that's what I was going to say. Use three passes. Um, if you're returning a hit off the net from the other team, always best to hit it up higher. Yep. Because it gives your teammate time to get to it when you're passing. And if you're going to pass, always pass around the net. Don't hit it right towards them because yeah. it, like, it's way harder to react and they just give them less yeah. room to actually go with it. Don't pass directly at your teammate, but pass like above the net where they can work with it. Above the net or like in their general direction. If you go right at them, it's incredibly hard to hit it at a good angle if you don't have room to work with because the ball is coming straight at you. That's why if, if it's a lob, it's so much better to work with. Exactly. That, I mean, that's what, how you get, like, that's the good first bad players. And They're really all just, like, passing. I'd say another good strategy, once it starts volleying a little bit, kind of, you need to spread out your team. Yeah. Um, you can't both be standing next to each other. You kind of need to be an opposite size of the net. Yeah. Almost. And it gives you better angles to hit it as well. You start moving around. Because you can move around the net. So once you start getting moving around, you can get different hits in. Mm-hmm. It makes them move. And when people start moving, mistakes start happening. Yep. Soft touch in that game is always better than... Slamming it. Well, like, not always. Like, uh, you can slam it with a soft touch. But you want to be accurate. Yeah. You always try to... Always keep track of where the net is. Accuracy over power. Yeah, 100%. I, I don't know countless times of people who are, you know, like newer, newer, and they'll just try to hit as hard as they can, and they'll miss the net every time. Yeah. If you do it maybe 70% of your power, you're going to hit it hard, and you'll hit the net. Yeah, exactly. All right. On to the next one. Uh, the ladder toss game, or was it that was ladder toss game, right? Yeah. So this is the, if you don't know what this is, you've definitely seen it. It's the... Um, it's like there's a string with two balls, a yeah. ball on each side, and you like you try, try to, to get it on. It looks like a ladder. Yeah, there's like a ladder with three different rungs, and you try to get it on the, the yeah. top is the highest point. Of yeah, it tries to like swing around it. It's, I mean, it's a pretty simple game. You play it like all grad parties. It's, it's not very complicated, but I'd say, arc for sure in this game. Yep, arc, and I don't really know if there's a better way of throwing it. Yeah, I mean, I just go underhand, keep arm straight, don't go across your body. Yeah. You know, left foot forward, follow, like... Throwing, in most of these games, there's a common occurrence that's not throwing across your body. Throw, throwing straight. Yeah. 
I don't think there's much else to talk about that. It's a it's a fun game for you play it once. Yeah. And then you're alright, I'm good for that. Agreed. Alright. One I haven't actually played in a while, but can be fun, I guess, is horseshoes. I mean oh. it's kinda hard actually. Horseshoes is hard. If those actual horseshoes, yeah. Like metal ones, yeah. it, it's they're heavier than you think. And like I don't even do you like throw them sidearm? I can't even remember. Uh, I do up. underhand, 100% upperhand. And, I mean, you you don't want yeah, too yeah, much you, arc. You do underhand. Well, it's, it's hard to do too much arc. I mean, it's heavy. I mean, it's similar to cornhole. It's the exact same thing. Except yeah, it's just a throwing. Instead game. of instead of in cornhole, you instead of getting in the hole, you actually have to like I get it in the hole. Horseshoe is, is one of the harder party games. Of yeah. that style where you're throwing something. And this is a game a bunch of dads would definitely play. Like drinking yeah. a beer, playing, throwing horseshoes. Beer in hand, you always shoot better. True. Plus five aim if you in mm-hmm. any drinking game. Yep. Alright, All right. the final one. You know, a lot of people don't play this. My family plays this is croquet. Which is I say it's a party game because it's easy to set up and it's pretty say enjoyable. It's um it's fun. And the only reason it's fun is because you can mess with other people. Yeah. You can you don't know. You have to. There's like everyone gets their own ball. You have to hit it through these little posts, and yeah. then you know you make your way back to the beginning. It's not the most intense game, but it's a good game. If like, obviously you can be good at it, and you'll smoke other people. But like, it's still fun if you're bad. Yeah, agreed. Like, it's um, a you set your up, set up the own art, uh, own course. Yeah, you can make it cool or lame. It's not like a. It's not like a hype party game, but it's like if you have like a twenty-person party game, six of them can go play croquet and do something kind of. Yeah, so you have like a lot of people, and you just split up into groups. Yeah, it's not like having a rager, like drinking a bunch of croquet. Let's go play croquet. So you need space to play this. You do. You need a big yard. Uh, yeah. If you don't have a yard, it's not very fun. I mean, you can play it, but. This it's is like, more once we all have houses kind of thing. What do you mean? Everyone who listens to Breakdown is rich. True. Because they know our, our four steps to success. Breakdown it has the hottest and coolest listeners in the U.S. worldwide, I should say. And now True. they're the most talented and best party goers. Yeah. So uh, any of these games, you'll know how to run the table. Yeah. If you don't win at every single game the next time you party... You need to re-listen to this podcast. Yeah, money back guarantee. Or you can send us a question about what to do, and we'll, we'll give you our expert analysis of what's going yeah. wrong. We probably have some our personal strategies and some things that I didn't share on some of them, just because not everyone would agree. But I'm not sharing my personal strategies because I would win. Drew can't tell them everything, or they'll know yeah. how to counterplay. Yeah, they'll become better than the master, and I got to keep my not allowed as a master. All right. Well, I think that's about all we have to talk about this week. Um, if you guys have any like more games they think we missed, or any questions about these games, let us know. Yeah, that's one thing. I've because um, a lot of these we've played a million times at this yeah. point. We're always looking for new games to play with like at a party. Yeah. So if you have anything fun that you like, and they could be more complicated than a lot of these games. Like, if you just have any games in general that you recommend, we're always down to try them. Mm-hmm. Share us your faves. Um, if you disagree with our strategy, then you're wrong. You're wrong, but you can tell. You can let us know. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Thanks for listening to our winning advice 
yes. everything. For every just games, but we will get to everything. Uh, our next episode is going to be advice on how to win life. Win everything. All right. We'll see you guys next week. I'm breaking.